Narigindi! How's it going folks? What is this Narigindi thing? <laughs> it goes back to probably my junior was at the junior end of high school. I had all sorts of little stupid things I used to say. And still do, to be honest. And um I started saying that at the beginning of my podcasts and some of my videos because recently a pal of mine that I was at school with called me out once when he was drinking which is when he tends to call me and he gave me some unsolicited feedback on some of my videos and I mean I don't know what he watches if he listens to my podcast or sees me on Facebook I don't know but he was saying that he didn't think my voice was authentic that I was using a different voice and I made a video about that just after it you can check that out I'll put put a link in the hangby you can have a look see what was on my mind immediately afterwards and I had a good chat with my wife about it on the ferry a couple of days ago when we were going over to the mainland to go and watch her daughter playing in a concert which Interestingly enough, we should be doing again today. If the ferry sails, it's not looking like it will. Or if it does, it might go to Guruk, which is going to be a big problem. So we'll see how that pans out. But anyway, I had a good chat with my wife about it, and I told her what my pal had said. And we talked about it, and the conclusion that we kind of came to was that I am being my authentic self when I turn on the camera and what does that even mean anyway well I think it's it's the self that you are when you're on your own and you're at your most comfortable now I'm not saying that anyone's at their most comfortable when there's a microphone or a camera or both pointing at them that's not conducive to comfort I wouldn't say although it's it's become such a part of my life now that I like to think there's a reasonable amount of comfort there and I also enjoy discovering some of my thoughts as they come out while I'm riffing I feel it's quite a creative process and it's really good for my mental health so that's kind of what I do this for but yeah the conclusion was that you know all he knows of me is well, the me that he knew, because we don't hang out much, we don't talk much. The only time we ever talk now is when he's drunk. And to be honest, I can't be asked with that, so I usually don't pick up when he calls. Which, you know, tells a story in itself. But yeah, the conclusion we've come to is that, you know, he saw what he knew of me then, which was admittedly a while ago. You know, growing up together, going out... BMX and stealing wood from building sites to build ramps then the drinking, all of that the concerts you know, so I mean he knows me, I'm not saying he doesn't know me but what I'm saying is he doesn't know me now and also when you're in company I'm sure that in many instances you'll act a wee bit different as well it's like, you know, when you get a group of people together the individuals act in a different way. It's like when we were on the train 
couple of weeks ago going to Glasgow to see Freya in a concert. There was a group of Neds got on at Johnson and got off at Paisley and they were vaping, swearing, you know, just being Neds. And it was interesting for me to watch their behaviour because, you know, I was telling my wife that I used to be a bit like that myself, you know. I was probably quite intimidating when I was with my pals. Or the group would have been intimidating to older people. Or, you know, to individuals or whatever. So, and it, you know, it made me feel uncomfortable being on that train with these Neds. I didn't like how that made me feel. So, you know, it was interesting to kind of look back at my own life. But yeah, my point is that I'm sure... Well, I'm not 100% sure, but I would, I'd like to think that individually each of those Neds would have been a decent person, you know. It's when they're in company, in a group, that the bravado comes out. So, yeah, I suppose my point is that to be your authentic self, I think it's, well, it's all sorts of parts of you, isn't it? Are you being authentic when you're in company? You might be. Am I being authentic when I'm talking in a microphone? Maybe. You know, maybe part of me comes out that I was otherwise unaware of. And what about when you're talking to yourself? When you're sitting on your own? Nobody can hear you. You're having your own internal thoughts. Is that when you're at your most authentic version of yourself? See, it's, it's multifaceted. I don't think there's really a definitive authentic self. I think it's it's a culmination of all the different parts of you. And so what I'm doing here when I'm analysing my, my thoughts just by talking into a microphone or into a camera is, I suppose I'm seeking myself. I'm not self-seeking in the AA sense of it where I'm looking out for number one and only for number one. It's more a case of figuring out what my values are, what my principles are, and then finding ways of acting in accordance with those principles. And I think doing that is leading me to to get closer to being the person I want to be. So, yeah, those are my thoughts for today. Hope you found that a wee bit interesting. If you've got any feedback, get me on Twitter at Camuel. I'd love to hear from you if you've got any thoughts on this. Because I'm sure I'll have many more. And uh, I might even get to talk to my wife again today on the boat if we get on it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Speak to you all again soon. Bye for now.